Welcome everybody and welcome to another episode of Fresh Out of Fatwise. I am Malika. And I am Anas. Talking to your mic, please, though. Oh, talking to the mic, talking to the now, mic. Who are you again? I'm Anas. All who right. <laughs> I'm I'm tired of what I am. <laughs> but yes, welcome to another episode of Fresh Out of Fatwise. And we back. How are you? I'm tired. And just tired. That's all I got, really. What about you? I'm good. I'm tired, but it's just because it's been a long day. And I, I went to the gym. But other than that, long week. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, yeah, it's only week. Tuesday. Yeah, the whole week been long. Listen, positive thoughts right here. You know, Usa. it's 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 a week. Another day. Tomorrow's another day for me to be great. I've been editing the crap out of pictures, knocking pictures out. My goal is to do one set per day. So I did one yesterday. I finished one at work today. I'm about to finish a little short one this evening. I'm out here grinding, man. I feel you. I've been killing it on Fortnite personally, so. I can't get into Fortnite. <laughs> and like I said, I don't play on Twitch. I just watch. I don't have a system. It's, it's, it's computer though, right? You can play it on pretty much anything. Yeah. They got I, it on I mean, mobile now too. iPhone, holla. Yeah, I did. I do have the Twitch app <laughs> on my phone. But I normally just watch. You, gotta, you can't play it on Twitch. You got to download Fortnite. Uh. I'm not like everyone's jumping on Fortnite part, partially because Drake plays it. But I'm just Does not he? that interested. Mm-hmm. But I, the only thing, the reason that's interesting to me is I want to fight him and kill him. So, oh, cool. Okay, um, well, I'm good. Uh, and then do the hotline bling dance over his dead body. You oh, used it, calling on myself. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, no. Um, I I do want to invest in a PS4. Though I'm probably going to get a used one. Um, we only like, like two fifty at GameStop. Is that a good price for a used PS4? Yeah. Okay. Listen, I haven't. I haven't had a Unless system. you want to pay 400 for a new one. I do not. I haven't had a game system. My dad bought us Nintendo when it, a long, long time ago, and I was kind of getting into that. I have, I still have my original Game Boy. It's literally in that right there. Wow. But, um, you know, I was kind of getting into it, and then my dad bought us a computer, and that was it. And I was Mavis, Mavis Beacon and Yeah, all had that. all that, too. So, um, video games is but, life, um, though. I like to go on YouTube and like, you know, watch, you know, story mode and I've, I can sit, I don't, I'm not a gore person, but I can watch all of, uh, Mortal Kombat fatalities. It's, 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 <laughs> it's gruesome, but they're, they're dope. But, um, I'm a first person shooter. I like to shoot things and people and people things. Okay. That's all I do. Every right. game, call of duty, Fortnite, destiny, you name it. I'm shooting stuff. Yeah, but I'm looking know. forward to the Final Fantasy VII remake that was supposed to come out 50 years ago. I'm still playing 15, and it's dope. Final Fantasy 15 is lit. I just watched the story. I've watched. I have the actual movie, um, the Advent Children. That one was good. The Spirits Within wasn't. It was. Uh, it was. It was just. Uh, but Advent Children, the Japanese version, is better than the American version because the Japanese version goes a little bit more in depth into the storyline. If you don't know it, like. I mean, you can go online and, like, watch. I think they have, like, the story mode for, I think, Seven, where you can see, like, Sethiroth before he became evil. Huh. And um, the other one, I can't think of his name. It was him. It's three of them. I can't, I'm bad with names, but the three of them and one, it's really good. And you can kind of see, you know, when Cloud first joined. Um, why can't I think of anybody's name? I know Genova right now, but... um. When he joined the army, whatever the point is, 
I'm tired, y'all. I can't think these names up. But for anyone that's familiar with Fantasy, you Final Fantasy, you know what I'm talking about. Nonetheless, YouTube has that all. Team Noctis. That's all I got to say on Final Fantasy. Let's go. Let's get this show on. I'm the actually road. Team Sethroff, believe it or not. I find him intriguing. Like wow. his storyline and understanding like where where he went from being a soldier to being the enemy and why. And he's an amazing fighter. I'm just she's saying. she's probably a Killmonger fan too, y'all. Absolutely. See? As you should be as well. Technically, don't tell me I'm, what a I Aurora, should be. I'm a Aurora Monroe fan. Let's get that straight. But that's for another that's well, for another yeah. um <clears throat> another podcast, another movie. Yeah. Either way, let's get this show going. Um announcements. First things first. Um allegedly in the UK they had a um punish a Muslim day. Allegedly. Well, I saw the flyer and they came back and said it was supposed to be a joke, but people got a little nervous because they were talking about uh, pulling women's uh, kimaras off and throwing acid in people's faces. And um, I don't necessarily know that it was intended to be a joke. Um, that's what I read all. in the article. Like when they, they found the people that created it, the authorities, and they were like, we were just, it was just some sort of sick, sarcastic joke. But I was kind of just, and it's back, so I don't want to sound bad when I say this, but the first thing that, <laughs> when I read that, the first thing I thought was, I wish a nigga <laughs> It's really bad. I mean, but I think the black Muslim sentiment across social media was pretty much the same. All like, right, bet. I, try I, me. Try me. Y'all. Try me. And I think that's I think that's indicative of experiences. Like you have the quote unquote immigrant immigrant community who has come here after the fact. You know, they came here by choice and they've had to deal with what comes with trying to um, assimilate into American culture. Black folks, we've been here fighting for our, especially like, black fight Muslims. Me. Fight me. Black Muslims, we've been here dealing with this since we got here. And many of us are very comfortable in, in our identity as black Muslims. So you talking about punishing Muslim day. I, that's just like, um, when Trump was running and those rednecks tried to run up on it. I think it was an NOI mosque. They'd run up with the guns, and the brothers came out with their guns, and the Huey P. Newton gun club showed up, and the white dudes was outnumbered. Ain't going to be an NOI mosque, but... Listen, uh, hey, it was, that was a proper. dumb idea in the first place, but they ran up, and the brothers were like, word? Okay. Okay. And they learned it, they learned that lesson, but um, not to make light of it, because it is serious. It is serious, because people see those things, and they believe it, and they act on it, because of the fact that, that you have... That's exactly... Yeah, that's the problem with the internet. Even if it's a joke... Once a joke like that is put out onto the internet, you have the people who won't take it as a joke. You have the people who are reacting to it, who are on the receiving end, who don't know if it's a joke or not. You got the people who thought to keep their kids home from school today. Which is understandable. You have the, the all those, I'm sorry, I don't even want to go give them a title, but those posts like, my seven-year-old sister was like, are people going to hurt us today? What a terrible world we live in. A little bit melodramatic, I won't lie. But, it's the tr- but, 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 you know, it, but it's, some people feel that way when you exactly, come from a it's different a real experience. Feeling. So, I mean, it's just the range. Until 9-11, you were assimilating into this environment to have that snatched away from you and see this. Like, I can understand the fear. It's just our experiences, not only as black Muslims, but as black people, is Nabra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, basically. But, um, be, even without the internet, like, it's just playing, it, it's just playing on people's emotions and the stereotypes that are fed to them about, not necessarily Muslims, but anyone from the Middle East or anyone from Southeast Asia or anyone from any place that's not America or Europe, right? So, 
shout out to I think someone I don't know if it was in the UK or here they created their own love a Muslim I think I saw Muslim Ark was it Muslim Ark that reposted it but they had their own love a Muslim day and it was it was really really it was nice I understand the gesture um, I'm trying to find. I'm of, I'm of the other team that like wasn't with find... wasn't with the idea of masking. Um, what was a state? What was taken by many as a statement of hatred and a statement of stance? I wasn't for sugarcoating it and yeah. making it pretty the and Mary dressing Islam, it up she, in nice her, clothes. She had a really good tweet. It said, "Thank you for hashtag love a Muslim." Reminder, however, that Islamophobia is a structural is a structural and a cousin of anti-blackness. We must invest in understanding and challenging white supremacy to truly defeat anti-Muslim hate. Good point, Namira, who I think is one of the founders of Muslim Ark. But um, she is the founder. Yeah. I thought she was co-founder. Uh, either way, she, she's president. running things. She, she's running things. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I did see the love of Muslim, and it's a great sentiment. But it this conversation leads into the kubba for the day. We're not quite there yet, but um, yeah, it was just interesting seeing the differences of reactions from different ethnicities, and the melanated ones. Like literally, I saw someone post it was like, "Try me if you want to." Hashtag we don't play that in Detroit or something. People like was that. putting up pictures of the guns and stuff. It was great, you know. Women I see what? A, yeah, you know our people. People <laughs> was putting pictures of the guns and like guns and hijabs and all. They was like, what? bring it, bring it. Hashtag punish a Muslim day with a gun and a hijab. I was like, go ahead. All they just had someone did hashtag guns and hijabs. I was like, what? Let me go look that. Nah, she didn't have the hashtag. She just had the picture of her. I gun mean, hey, she had her gun and her hijab. Right? You know. Yeah, I'm a Listen, fan. I support this. I'm so not get bad you got, at all. I'm, a, I'm a fan of all black people bearing arms. So yeah, as we discussed get with last it. month. Exactly. Last week, sorry. Not last month. Don't throw us all the way sorry. back. Listen, but yeah, definitely when I, uh, you know, it, it was very interesting, like you said, to see all the different reactions from different groups of people, which, you know, I guess it's kind of it, it, something that kind of my eye has been on a lot lately is the is different groups reactions to different things yeah so yeah it's definitely interesting to watch as different things happen how different groups will react where will fear come into play and where will that where will the uh confidence and the lack of cowardice come from i will say that i have heard that in the uk the hatred the manifestation of hatred in the uk is much more I think Open. it's across uh, Europe, like Western Europe in general. But yeah, the I've UK, heard it's much, France, it's worse over there. So like for Sweden. this to go out was much more serious to them because of the fact that they experience more um, physical manifestations of Islamophobia than they, we do here. I mean, and I guess they experience more like I guess they experience higher levels of you could say both sides of the coin. You have the reason why the pop the anti-muslim populace is the reason the reason they're getting to where they are is because of the quote-unquote attacks car rams this and that things like this have happened a lot more in western europe than they have in the united states for example so with the rise of this comes the rise of the anti-muslim hate groups and the anti-muslim sentiment and it's kind of just like spiraling itself out of control so really who knows where it's gonna go i think people at one point thought you would see like the tip of the you know the tip of the ice like like you would see the tipping point in the united states first i no longer think that i think you'll see the tipping point of what happens when two ideologies ultimately clash that's probably going to be seen out of western europe Mm. uh before the united states but we will see i don't know man stay Um, safe stay strapped yeah (laughs) next announcement um shout out palestine or philistine for the alavi speakers 
Um, shout out Philistine and Sacramento. For y'all's twinness this weekend. And it wasn't something that we want to be proud of. We do want to be proud and represent the fact that we had two distinct groups standing up for two distinct causes, which are both symptoms of the same ultimate problem, the white supremacist colonialism problem that has overtaken the world. We mm-hmm. had protests in Sacramento protesting the death of Stefan Clark, which we mm-hmm. spoke on last week. Um, you know, different protests around the city, mostly, of course. I mean, all peaceful marches organized uh days of action and visibility to raise awareness for the cause whereas in palestine you had protests and marches where large amounts of the populace marched towards the israeli border in protest um and obviously there's a lot more to that this is part of a wave of protest that's happening between um a few days back and nakba day which is two months from now so they're going to be having a bunch of progressive actions however The IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, response to the Palestinian protest was to live fire um, rounds into the crowd as well as tear gas. So on top of injuring hundreds of people, there were deaths as well from live firing bullets into the crowd of protesters saying that these people were rushing the border when in fact the whole point of the protest was not to rush the border the location of the protest the end of the march was the border they were going to the border they weren't rushing the border to you know what i mean the the idf is is a propaganda machine they'll say that oh they seem that you know storing the border weapons blah 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 the same basically lies and tactics they use to shut down protests in the united states and Mm -hmm. i saw a discussion online basically a couple of days ago before this happened actually saying something like you people you can't expect people to understand all these different the differences between these struggles such as the police violence problem um, with black americans and the occupation problem in palestine and Wait, i what I, they're saying that you can't expect palestinians to understand that and you can't expect black people to understand that's that not and true. i don't think that's true at all that's not true at all i mean ultimately you're dealing with people who are dealing with a force which has power and the power to take their lives. You don't Who's exercising people. that power? An oppressed people who is being profiled consistently, just be, just like we're being profiled for our black skin. They're being profiled for the Arabic language, and they're being profiled for their Arab culture and their right. religion. So we are dealing with two sides of the same coin, as I said, two symptoms of the same colonial system. And so I just wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to both of those locations. Give a shout out to both of the struggles: the struggle for Palestine, Palestinian freedom. And the struggle for black lives, because these are both struggles that, I mean, honestly, when you see a solution to one, you'll probably see a solution to the other. We need the, all of these are, 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 again, as I said, symptoms of the problem of the white supremacist power structure that has taken over the entire world. And we're just seeing signals this year of the, that being dismantled. We know what happens when a power group feels fear. That's when attacks. That's when murder happens, just like you're seeing indiscriminate murder of black people mm-hmm. at the hands of police because of fear and jumpy shaky quote-unquote poorly trained police officers you can say the same of idf forces who feel the need to indiscriminately shoot into a crowd of protesters of men women and children peacefully protesting with no weapons to say that people were aiming rocks and slingshots give us a break with that shit mm-hmm. just like the water bottles in ferguson that caused you to act as you were fighting a, uh, an opposing military it's always yeah. water bottles and rocks and blah blah bunch of bullshit that y'all can keep 
Shout out to the shout out to the struggle for Palestinian liberation and shout out the struggle for Black Lives. That's what I got. That's that yeah. announcement. Yeah. Um, I just echo everything you said. I'm just <laughs> I'm tired. So that's it. Just something pretty up like much that, covered huh? it. Echo, um, echo, echo, echo. Okay. Final announcement. This is also you. Thank y'all, but ID gaff. Okay. Look. So. <laughs> ID gaff. A few days ago, I put this post on Twitter. And long story short, I think a lot of people may have seen the post. I put the post up really because I was just kind of feeling heavy emotion at the time. And to sum it up, it basically said that, we, to paraphrase, we're not looking for fake support, fake sentiment, and do not tokenize the death of Stefan Clark mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, other struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a multitude of reactions to that post. Oh, God. But one of them is... A lot of people being mad and I'm used to that people mad at me all the time for something I said I say a lot of things and I really don't care so as a result um, a few days later I'm getting a lot of people in my inbox well I was apparently I'm like blocked from Facebook Messenger right now it's not working for oh me. you in Facebook jail apparently um, something like that oh, I don't wow. really know it's just not been working for me today I can't send any messages or receive anymore like, but I've been receiving Facebook a lot of messages jail. screenshots of you know my name being the topic of conversation or not maybe not my name maybe just my post this individual how about mm, that okay. being discussed in a lot of private conversations and a lot of groups and I want to say thank y'all for your concern and trying to let me know that like people might be dragging my name or there's negative sentiment regarding my name and there's negative conversations surrounding me. I appreciate the concern if that is the reason why you're letting me know. But I just need y'all to know I don't give a F. I don't have a damn to give, not a F to give. I don't care what people have to say about me. That's the problem is that people really think that their opinions matter. That is the ultimate problem here is that people really think and people think my opinion matters. That's the problem. That my opinion matters so much to people that it's an intellectual discussion, not about the actual content of the post, but about the character of the person six days later. I mean, that just shows major character flaws amongst people. So, again, I just want to say I appreciate y'all sentiment if it's to care, if it's out of care and concern that you're showing me these things. But please stop showing it to me. I don't care. I'm not going to respond. I don't like having these people either. You know, (laughs) I mean, that's just me keeping it real. Short, sweet announcement because we're going to touch a little bit more on this in the next segment. But yeah, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. But I don't give a damn. Okay. You know, I don't have these issues. <laughs> like, my, my oh, inbox is no issues are either. Dry. I say what I got to say and I move. I said what I said. You feel me? You're much more active on social media than I am. Like, you know. Mm, people are much more active in responding to me, that's for sure. Well, you know, because I just, yeah, well, power to y'all. Okay, so let's get into this. Be um, safe, though. <laughs> the coupon for the day. So um, we kind of mentioned this in a few announcements. So as you guys can recall, a couple of weeks ago, Stefan Clark, a 20-year-old black man in Sacramento, um, was m- publicly murdered by the police in his grandmother's backyard. And, of course, as African-Americans, you know, we talk about it, we hashtag, our community always talks about it. A few days later, it came to light that he became Muslim three years ago. And I think Bilal, the first post I saw was Bilal International's post. And that was the post I saw going around saying that 
he was Muslim. I don't know where he got that information from. Um, but I mean, I stumbled, it's not it's not really private. You can look at I mean, his, it's not private, his wife's but, Twitter page. A lot of their, that was a lot of the commentary. But that was the wife, one post I saw circulating the most. His wife made it very clear oh, via they're, Twitter. They're, you know, they're married. On yeah. Okay. His wife made it very clear via Twitter, uh, you know, with uh, with her postings immediately in the aftermath of the passing mm-hmm. that, you know, just with the way she spoke of it. Yeah. And, you know, in that, like, oh, she was Muslim, is she Muslim too? Yeah, they're both Muslim. Alhamdulillah, I didn't so. know that. Okay, well, either way, the brother was Muslim. Afterwards, then the uh, concern from the non-black Muslim community came, and mm. thus came the conversations akin to the one that the homie over here just talked about. So here, here, here's how <laughs> I feel about this. Um, uh, we don't need your, your pity and, you know, your fake tears. Like, I took a screenshot of someone who made a comment on... Lord, I should have had this up by now. Sorry, y'all. It's all good. But I took a screenshot of someone's comment in terms of why they waited. And um, this dude says... When I heard about the incident, it upset me. But now that I'm hearing he is a believer, it made my eyes water up. Not sad tears, but joyful tears. I pray that Allah forgives him for any shortcomings. He made blah, blah, blah. Okay, the point is, so this was a human being that was murdered. Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddha, Ifa, Yoruba, Hindu, whatever. This was a a human being that became victim of a police-sanctioned murder. And you're telling me that you care more because he was Muslim. See, this is the problem with, and, and this is the hypocrisy of compassion within the American Muslim community. A lot of y'all act like you're not racist until it's time. <sighs> Let me get my words together. You're racist and you don't want to admit it, right? Because Facts. if it truly wasn't about him being black, then you would have cared, period, because this is not just an isolated event. There is a group of people in this country who are targeted constantly. The same group of people who you try to fashion yourself after, after 9-11, talking about it's like we the new black people, but y'all not getting shot down in the streets like we are. Furthermore, black people support y'all causes like crazy. You know what I mean? Black people walking around with Palestinian uh, flags and Syrian flags and fighting about... uh, Side side note, to all of you who decided to respond to me on Twitter with bullshit like, oh, but black people don't stand up for our causes, so why should we stand up for theirs? Bullshit. Like I said, bullshit. I can pull up pictures of myself from 2008 carrying Palestinian flags. Black people go hard for everybody that's not white. And some of them go hard for white folks. But here's the problem. Here's the problem, because as black people, we're expected to fight for everybody else before ourselves. Like, that was a whole issue with MIA when she came at Beyonce talking about um, why she can't why she can't say Muslim lives matter or Indian lives matter. I'm like, first of all, you using Muslim lives matter is a problem because now you don't understand what you're doing. Second of all, MIA before hip hop was following you talking about swagger like us, it was black women who was jamming to your music while you had a bunch of African boys dancing around in your videos. We let it slide though, because you were another person who was talking about what was going on in Sri Lanka. We was like, cool, we rock with it. But now you want to get mad because Beyonce decides to talk about her own family before she talk about you. And then she got mad again because she was supposed to headline Afropunk, I think, London. And people were like, pardon us. Um, can we get an actual person with Oops. A, a, an actual African or a black person? So she got mad about that. But the point is that we as African-Americans are expected to put everyone else's 
issues and oppressions over our own. And then when it comes time for us to fight and to go out in the streets, these same people who can't, who claim to love everyone and like to quote the prophet's last sermon and all that, they're nowhere to be found until he's Muslim. Now it's not even about y'all caring because he's Muslim. You're just trying to save face now because the question becomes, well, where were you at before? If Muslims are supposed to care about all humans are supposed to be the most compassionate, this dude, this 20 year excuse me, this 22-year-old man was just murdered in his grandmother's backyard. His gra- He was in his grandma's backyard. Well, And they released the footage, which I refuse to watch. But I've heard the footage shows how, uh, I've heard the footage is, it's crazy. Like, they just, they just shot him. The same thing with Tamir Rice. They literally rolled up on a child and shot him. Meanwhile, there are videos of white people attacking police officers and police officers running away. So that whole, I, I was threatened for my life and this is how they trained, no. There is a, police officers are trained to, to profile black, black and brown bodies in this country. They're trained to do that. Even black officers are trained to do that. They're trained to profile their own people. It's not just, just random police officers. It's an institutional problem that y'all are too scared to talk about because some of y'all still trying to assimilate. Some of y'all still walking around here thinking you're white. And a lot of you aren't. A lot of you None are walking you around are. proudly wearing your racism. A lot of you weren't afraid to respond to me and let me know that, yes, it's because he's Muslim that we care because, quote, according to this dude, who lovely screenshot, we aren't commanded to care for non-Muslims, but we're commanded to care for Muslims. That makes no where, sense. Where, where they do that at? Yeah, I don't what eye is what that, broke, please, sir? I don't know what broke half of faith y'all follow. What eye really is that? What additional Quran is that? I don't want nothing to do with whatever version of faith y'all following. When it says, "quote Islam does not mandate justice for everybody, regardless of faith." There are priorities. A Muslim is not equal to a non-Muslim. You fight what? for the justice of Muslims first. You're getting mad because people care that Muslims are dying? Are you black first and Muslim second? Here first of all, go. yes. First of all, yes. Let's, let's, get, let's get clear because when you see me, the first thing you see... Is black. Thank you. Even if I have on a full niqab, all you see is the black skin poking out from around my so, eyes. Yeah, that's I'm all black you first. see. So I, that's the one thing I don't like about that argument. A lot of people, the only time I hear the, well, we're Muslim first and then we're wherever, is when, when it comes black to problem. black people. When it's an issue dealing with black people, when someone's bringing up racism, then you want to do the whole, where well, we're one human family. Nah, fools. We were created within nations and tribes so that you may know each other. There's nothing wrong with being proud to be where you're from. The problem is when you think you're better than me because of where you're from because in america you are told if you want to get ahead you step on black people's necks you want to get ahead you shit on black people but then when black people call you out especially now that you want to walk around and wear our clothes and tie your scarves like us and now we saying something now it's a problem so my thing is like listen don't call us no more to be your entertainment at your conventions don't call us anymore to give you street cred just just leave us alone Leave us alone. Leave our culture alone because you're hypocrites. You're hypocrites. And you can't, you cannot be a Muslim who claims to read the Quran and to study Prophet Muhammad and say something like that. And then to turn around and tell me that I'm racist. Can we define racist? First of all, racism Ooh. is a systematic set of rules which is put in place to purposely disenfranchise a particular group of people. Black people cannot be racist. We can be discriminatory. We can be prejudiced. We can, well, I don't know if we have the power to be fascist, but we cannot 
be racist. So y'all need to quit it with that thing saying, because, you know, it's almost like racist to, to other people, especially like white people. You call them racist, they get all red and, oh my God, I'm not racist, you're racist. No, I can't be racist. I have no power. I have no power. Nothing I'm going to do will affect you institutionally in this country. However, you can make one phone call and have a whole block messed up. They don't realize half of the things that they actually said or continue to say are just things that further confirm their anti-black biases, such as, well, we don't just because we happen to be in a position of power. We let you we let y'all lead the prayer. You let me lead. Uh, yeah. Keep 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 talking yourself into the hole that I see you're in that y'all don't see. See, the problem is that y'all y'all are racist and some of y'all actually don't know it some of y'all actually think you're not racist because you might share a musala with a a couple of black because uh, there's a couple of black dudes who because you own an amir suleiman cd who you probably talked them out of their culture and made them convince them their culture was haram and now they ride for you and ride in your culture and wear your clothing and eat your food and want to marry your daughters but when a Muslim comes around who doesn't want to marry your daughters, then all of a sudden I'm a racist. Listen, because I uh, when I respond, when I responded to when I re- when somebody came at me and said, "Oh, you're mad because we, because you want to marry a you wanted to marry an Arab girl and something," nah, I said, bro. "No, I've never actually, you know, nah, that's not my, that's not my cup of tea." Good, then thanks. I was a racist. Then I was, oh, see, that's because you're a black supremacist. I guess. I mean, if you want to call me that, I'll be Listen, that. I don't you care don't know any feel. of the terms you use. I have, you I use have... terminologies to try and elicit a reaction from me when clearly the first thing I because said elicited is such a bad reaction from you, you, can, you, you can never you accept yourself. You cannot debate about it because you know I'm right. Listen, here's the thing. I don't care about but you can be racist whatever over there. My, my concern is my own people who are still looking for validation from non-black Muslims. It's like literally some of us gave up one slave master for another. Must. Like that's one thing my father said. Like he would meet Muslims from other countries that he, you know, they'd be like, he'd be like, yo, f- chill. Like, nah, my father, used, my father told me that he used to tell him like, I chose this religion. Your father beat this into you. Like, I'm not giving up one, one slave master for another back down. And I feel like some of our people psychologically, because there is a psychological component to our oppression in this country that we really don't, we really don't pay attention to. We just pay attention to more of the physical manifestations of our oppression, but we don't understand that there's a psychological piece that continues to happen, right? So my concern is our own Muslim, our own black brothers and sisters who are still looking for validation from these people. You don't need validation from them. We have our own scholars. We have our own, we, everything we ha- that we need, we have. Now, yes, we may have differences in interpretations of different things. That's fine. Every culture has their problem. Don't let don't let anyone think make you think they perfect. Every culture has their problem. We just have an issue with saying, okay, I know I'm Sunni and you're I don't know, you're Wahhabi or whatever. And we've got a few differences, but we both have a common enemy and it's this oppression. So we're gonna put that to the side for a second and deal with this. Then when that's done, then we go back to bickering, arguing, whatever. That's what we struggle with. So I just my main concern is, and hopefully, I'm hoping for some of us, and shout out to the people like yourself, like Marguerite, like um, Donna, who are saying like, um, yeah, don't, don't come crying for him now. We good. Nope, stay back over there where you were. 
Like, that's my concern that so many of us are still looking for validation for these people. You don't need it. We have everything we need. Look at Islam. Look at the history of Islam in America looking and how at, it became what it is. That was black, black people. people. Looking at all you black people who came at me caping for the, the non-black Muslims. Looking at all you oh, black people who tried to come speaking for your your. That's what speaking like, hurts for your me savior. the most. That's because what you, me they, the most. they 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 will not save they will not speak for you they will never say they won't speak for you for to the police or to an average joe like myself so it's sad to me that a lot of y'all felt the need to speak up for them and act like i said anything that should have like black muslims should like why are you responding to me what just just shut up if you don't agree with what i'm saying like just let me talk to them damn y'all don't have to showcase disunity god damn it but the, but but the problem is that it comes, it, it comes with this idea that people are taught that when you come to America, if you want to succeed, you step on black people's necks. And whenever black people, whether it's in this country or anywhere, whenever black people start to unify, others have to put their noses in because they understand what will happen if the, if the oppressed people of this country actually start doing things for themselves. Like when black people mobilize, things change, things happen. It just, it's history has proven it. We create trends. We create policies that they don't tell you about. Look up the, uh, black Panther, uh, breakfast program. That's where all these free food, all this free food comes from. All this free fake food. They giving kids nowadays that they forcing y'all to eat, but just, just look at the history of black people in this country, you'll see like we, we, and that's not, this is not a shot at any other, any other race because nowadays, if because you, anytime you, you talk up about your, your people, own people, now you, you are, what about so-and-so? They're great too, but can I talk about me for a second? It's a fragile world. My goodness. Everybody all sensitive. Did you watch the Janazza or his funeral? I did. Did you see Imam Zaid Shacker's uh, remarks? I did. So, um, you want to go ahead? So, I saw bits and pieces of it because I couldn't watch the whole funeral. It would have been too much. But I didn't watch the. I I I I, I didn't watch the, the whole thing. And I, left. I just looked. I just looked for I Omar Suleiman. I just looked for Omar Suleiman and Imam Omar Suleiman and Imam Zay Shakers uh, comments. Imam Omar Suleiman's weren't were that bad. You know, he was actually the person that said. Um, did you see his Facebook post where he said like his body was so badly mangled yeah. they couldn't even wash him? Right. Um, so and him saying like this is unacceptable. Like as Muslims we have to speak out against this. That I didn't have a problem with. Um, but Imam Zaid. Okay, so the whole we're one human race. I was watching it like a friend of mine told me about this and I was like, what? And so then I went back and I watched it and I was just like Sir, and I saw some black people reposting it on Instagram. Of course. And I said, that's not what this is about. No. This is not a case of a black person and a, a an, an Iraqi person fighting. That's not what this nope. is. This is a case of stank section murder that continues to happen in this country. So I, I was really disappointed in his remarks because it felt like you were taking the light off of what was really happening. Like, you were trying to make it seem... Like, we all know there's a human race and we should love each other, but that's not what this is about. And you should be telling that to white people and police officers, Right, clearly. because you're, you're, you're speaking to the crowd right now. Like, like honestly, and no disrespect, but that's the type of language a lot of times that's, that's taught in the church. Turn the other cheek and, 
you know, love. love. I'm not going to love the person that is not going to love me when they pull me over. I'm not going to love somebody who makes me fear for my life for a legitimate reason. I, I understand that we all come from Adam and Eve. Stop telling us that. Like, to be quite honest, stop telling victims that they come from the same cloth as their oppressors. How about you tell the oppressors that they come from the same cloth as their victims? How about that? Stop speaking to victims. Like, I think we have to turn the other cheek. Like, that, that, that's good advice to, to the oppressor. Turn the other cheek. And I, I think that's what, what, bother, what really bothered me the most with his remarks was that you're speaking, like, you are, you are being seen as an international representative for Muslims. <sighs> Right. And oh, you're a black God man. Damn. You you gave I think he did the eulogy or he was a prominent Ali. at Muhammad Ali's funeral. Yeah. Right. So people are coming. You're you are the black Muslim right now. And instead of drawing the, the connection and instead of drawing a connection between black Muslims and black Christians, because if you look at the funeral, like, and I saw a few more clips and I talked to some people that watched it, they were kind of like, we're not sure if the family, because there really wasn't, we didn't see a janazah. It doesn't mean it didn't happen, but that's not what we saw. What we saw was an old school church funeral, singing and, and talking and all that, whatever. However, as a representative for Muslims and as a black man yourself, you should understand what's happening right now, and if anything, this is the time to draw the to to draw the connection between Black Muslims and Black Christians. Because you have to realize, a lot of us are only technically I'm a first-born generation Muslim in my family. My parents converted, so right. me and my sister were the first people in our family born Muslim. So the rest of our family is still Christian. So that connection between Black Christians and Black Muslims in this country is still there because they're literally our cousins. They're our cousins. So for you to go to our cousins and talk about, you know, this type of human race and the only way to fight oppression is to love one another. Nah, bruh. Like, that's not what's happening right here. Like, and that's what bothered me the most because I was like, I wondered, like, how did, how did the people, how did they feel hearing that? Like, what are you talking about right now? The, the police killed our family I mean, member. I, I, I mean, I also think about the audience. If the audience is black Christians, I think they were used to hearing the same pacifist rhetoric. So I really don't think anybody would. I think me and you might be the most appalled. Like, no, I have some. I know some other black Muslims that were like, "What is this?" I mean, yeah. And I know some Muslims that there, went yeah. to the funeral because it, it, it was it open. I know some people that went to the funeral and they were sitting there like. You know, the church part we were expecting because his family is Christian. And that's another thing you have to talk about when you're Muslim. And if you have family that's Christian and not really big on it, you have to put that in your will. Like, what type of funeral you want? Because, you know, once you pass away, your family, whoever has the right of attorney, they're going to do what they want. But they were saying, like, the church part, they that was fine. But Imam Zaid Shacker's remarks were kind of just like yo like this is not the time for that man like i was just i was disappointed like i wow. mean i don't know it's a, that that is a great platform to say something quite dynamic uh i would say and i feel like that was uh it was missed there was a missed opportunity a that's the perfect thing to call it is a missed opportunity because that's one of those i mean at this point we have we have to stop being pacifists altogether and expecting more from pacifists what do you expect a pacifist to get behind a mic microphone and say we do need to put people in front of microphones who are going to shake shit up 
make people uncomfortable with their privileges and, and really, make people uncomfortable in their positions and yeah. make people uncomfortable with their silences and their conformity. I mean, other than that, we are going to get exactly what we have. People turning a blind eye and turning the other cheek because that's exactly what we have now is people, quote, unquote, loving one another with this fake Twitter shit of thoughts and prayers after some shit happens. That's where we it's a, it's a rhetoric based society yeah. where action is all in words, apparently. I mean, and, I also really think like that was probably the second time where a black Muslim had a huge audience. The first time was Muhammad Ali's funeral and his, his actual Janaza. <clears throat> and then the second part of the day after where they had like the brother in the crime, that was the first time where black Muslims had like everyone, everyone was loving Muslims for like 24 hours. And then after that, the Orlando shooting happened. But, um, I felt like this was another opportunity to show like black Muslims. Cause people really think we just, I don't know what people think. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but according just... to one of those not racist Arabs, they think we're just quote unquote Tyrone five percenters. Well, then you can think that. That's fine. Leave us alone. I don't care what you think. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. I don't care. And that's something that I think we have to really be comfortable with saying. Like, I don't care what you think. Oh, I've I had don't fun saying care. that all weekend. Like, it's I been really my don't. Phrase. Like, I'm mad y'all think I care what you. think And I really about think me. that we as black Muslims, once you get to the point where you really stop thinking what our non-black brothers and sisters think about us it li- it takes it's such liberating. a weight off of you because now you can really focus on your own dean and your own community there's nothing wrong with that like there's this i i remember i have a friend of mine a really good friend in california who is new to the dean and he was talking to another a sister friend of his out there who she had got invited to a holocaust for black women black muslim women and she was saying she wasn't gonna go because you know it's Ramadan and we, sh- you know, we shouldn't be segregating like that and blah blah blah. <laughs> and so he came to me and asked me about it. I was like, after that, I would have went because we need our own space. Everyone else creates their own uh, yeah, space. Yeah, I don't see the problem. With I don't that see at the all. problem either. Everyone like creates their own space. But as soon as black people create their space, right. everybody wants to come join. It's funny because you and have all we'll these be... community centers by ethnicity, these Arab and y'all have community no problem centers, with it. And, yeah. But as soon as we say, you know what, this is just our space can we then y'all get all mad not realizing that we have to create our own space because we have nowhere else to go because any other place we go to we're shunned at people don't want to talk to us they want to criticize us and i got time for that so you create your own that's natural to to it's natural to want to be with like individuals As, there's nothing wrong with that especially when we're still coming off the heels and we're still the uh, people who are trying to find a national a cultural identity and we're right. still being we're still coming off the heels of a generation that was totally brainwashed out of their culture i'm talking about the first generation of black muslims who started the in, in, the integration movement you will the first Sunni Muslim, those who started studying with the Arabs, who who were totally talked out of their culture. They were talked into blackness being haram and taught that you need to be wearing a thobe, brother, and you need to be putting henna in your beard, and you need to be your pants, like your pants above your ankles, and music is haram, especially the music y'all do, but y'all can do the music we do. Like, we've been through a whole generation of this. So right now, we're at a very volatile position where it's still kind of, people still probably feel very uncomfortable trying to, to do black shit. It, it is true. It is an uncomfortable thing because that's that's pretty much. I mean, and then that's the that's most judged right thing there. across the world is just being ourselves. Like it's like being ourselves is 
not even just hard around other people. It can be hard around ourselves to just be black and be ourselves. Other. We judge each other. We judge like, ourselves. There's black Muslims judging black Muslims right now, but there's plenty of black Muslims who probably be who say I'm going to go to hell and, and I because have to, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a single sister talking to this brother stuck yep, for the last stuff for love. No. Stuff for no. love. No. So I mean, and like, I have to tell myself about my own people. I don't care what y'all think either. Yeah, some of y'all are dumb. Right now, I have to like we all have to get to this point where you have to love yourself. I have my care coven. what you think about yourself. Listen, I have my coven. Shout out to my coven. Y'all know who you are. I have my best friend. Shout out to you. You know who you are. There are people in my life who I care what they think because I know they care about my well being, and they'll tell me when, like Malika, you you need to. You check always got to right keep those people around. But you the gotta rest have of y'all crazy circle, Muslims, are people care. where you feel safe. <laughs> Enough to actually be yourself, yeah. So that you can receive collective—I mean, not constructive, constructive criticisms, criticisms yeah—and a, 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 a fair reflection of your own self. Black people, do not be afraid to make your own space. Do not be afraid to mourn your shit. Do not be afraid to go see your black movies. Go to Wakanda, wherever you, whenever go you to damn Wakanda see and fit. Go to Compton. Go to Wakanda when you see fit, though. And I, you go know to what Compton. I mean? Exactly. Whenever you, the hell you want. It don't matter what day of the week it is, whether it's Ramadan or not. Well, no, I'm joking. <laughs> but <laughs> look, look, just we got to be ourselves. We got to be comfortable being ourselves. We got to cry for us. We have to be okay crying for us because because we're black, not because of anything else, because of blackness. Like we have to be okay with being black and being mm-hmm. ourselves. And really, that's what we can do. That's what we can do to combat the bullshit that me and Malika just spent time highlighting we're not highlighting it for any purpose but our own empowerment to let our people know that none of this shit it's, matters it's right be it's nothing wrong with being black and muslim like it, the, the fact that you shouldn't have to pick between the two and nobody can like, ever make can you coexist. feel bad for for for, for combined for doing what they you can, can do to live Trust both to live both they of your can lives coexist. They, okay. one doesn't x out the other one doesn't travel the other no they can coexist so, and once yourselves and your you you can comfortably coexist with yourself, then you can so coexist with other people. Right. So yeah, love yourself, and then you can truly love others. And as for those others, y'all need to love yourselves as well before, so that you don't feel the need to come over here and make us feel like you care about us, so that you can feel loved. Or love yourself, like so you don't have to come us. fake us out. And like I say, if we don't, then it's all the people who, when I tell them I don't care about them, then it's, well, fuck you, nigger. And I'm like, that's funny. You're not racist. It's basically, I paraphrase all these conversations as, I'm not racist, you stupid nigger. That's basically what I heard. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I mean. But even like with that, even when they stop dropping in, I'm like, you feel better? Because I'm probably still making more money you. Now what? Uh, Yeah. Hey, I was being so petty. Like what? And what? What you going to do? You ain't going to come see me though. This ain't the night. Like, Pop your location. <laughs> this ain't this ain't nineteen thirty. Like you saying that because you know you're not black and you feel you can't. But you like still, y'all say a lot you over still Twitter. Stupid. Y'all say a lot over Twitter. You with do your bad realize grammar. that white people call y'all sand niggers. Literally. You know you because you know technically if you look at your history. Or your the skin. Middle East. Or your skin. Is a political. It was a. It was cre- is a political terminology. It's Middle East is part of Africa. But yeah, anyway. that's a whole nother. Like that's a whole nother episode. Whole nother episode. I, and that's I got to come with facts and research for that because you I know mean, they don't so want to hear that. I got one for y'all, so I'm gonna bring it now. I got a whole facts one for the community. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? Hear ye. I ye. declare. Hear ye. Knock it out. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Do not be afraid to be black as hell. That Seven was gonna days be mine. a week. Great minds think alike. Great minds think alike. 
all that. But yes, do not be afraid to be black. 365 days a year, seven days a week, 66 if it's a leap year, 25 hours a day on a crazy day. I mean, literally. Do not be afraid to mourn black things. Don't be afraid to be attracted to black women. Don't be afraid to be attracted to black men. Don't be afraid to love black food. Don't be afraid to to watch black movies. Michael B. Jordan and uh, Chadwick Boseman. She's talking to you. Anyway, don't be don't be afraid to don't be don't be afraid to 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 watch black movies. Don't be afraid to have your black study circles. Yo, Mahershala, go talk to them brothers. Somebody get this sister some ice. Lupe, help him out. Come somebody, on, now. Huh? Somebody get this sister some ice. Somebody need to help oh, Lupe out right now, okay? No, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do Next it. Next episode, I'm, t- I'm going to do it. Le- Lupe needs some talking to. No, he needs some talking no, to. No, he needs... He, he needs Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I'm about to be the Lupe defender. I already see Lupe him. already... He came out and apologized to Kendrick. Now he didn't really make it. And I felt bad for him because I felt like he was... That's next time. We're going to talk about that next week, y'all. We promise. But don't be afraid to be yourselves. Don't be afraid to love yourselves. Don't be afraid to mourn yourselves. And don't be afraid to tell other people that you don't give a damn what they think. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, that was the fact what I was going to do. Black is beautiful. Black is great. Being black is the best thing. And I'm so blessed to be from this culture. Um, And that's history and all. I'm not ashamed to be the descendants of slaves at all. Because if you understand what those people had to go through and we still like people don't, I believe black people don't even realize how we make it happen. No matter what, we literally make a dollar out of 15 cents. Like nigger rig is not, is not, it's actually one of my favorite words. It's not an insult to me. Nigger rig is an amazing thing. (laughs) We can make amazing shit work with a paper clip and a rubber band. Listen, listen, black folks make it work. Black folks are the original MacGyver. You know that, right? (laughs) MacGyver, they came to the hood. Was Listen, like, if you really study slavery in this country, you study how terrible it really was, as well as you study the black folks. Don't let them think. Let you make them. Don't let them have you thinking we didn't fight back because that's exactly. not true. Exactly, we was never passive. We, we were fighting no back. Cheeks. Don't get it. We wasn't turning cheeks. Don't unless get it we was twisted. Punching them cheeks. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Some of us, some everybody wasn't just like whoop. This was no. Nah, people were fighting uh, some, back. A lot of us was lynched. For, for taking lives exactly. okay remember that like we weren't just lynched for whistling so, at white women listen, we was lynched for killing well, look up harriet tubman mm. look up harriet tubman that's an amazing may she rest in power listen harriet tubman was a warrior like for real that's who i want to be like when i grow up um but yeah so that that i, I agree with that that's why there's nothing wrong with being black black don't crack when you take care of it mentally and physically some jerk and some shea butter, some and cocoa butter. Drinks, just drink, drink water, your water, mind, your, mind business. your business. You could. I'm about to put that on a t-shirt. Move. Don't nobody steal that either. I'm about to trademark that. Low you key. better not you trademark <laughs> it with my name. Um, any Hashtag any real announcements besides April 14th? April 4th. Oh, I gotta pull up. Come here. out, come out, y'all. I'm come so out in Harlem. Not prepared. Let me pull up. You not prepared? Video. It's right here. It's right the Hijabi here. Chronicles, Chronicles presents. Let me tell you. Right here. It's a celebration of our women, the black Muslim women. Yeah. Okay. Turn black it up. Muslim women. Because we fly, y'all. Fly as hell. It's right here. It's right here. 
When she says right yep. here, just give her 12 more it's seconds. right here. Now. Boom. Here it is. But yes, so Hijabi Chronicles presents Let Me Tell You Muslimas, Muslimas in 2018. So yes, April 14th, Saturday be there? from 7 to 10. Listen, we got uh, Misunderstood, Aliyah Sharif, Salima Ra, Najma 53, Taslim Jamila, Ahlam Abdul Jalil, Aliyah Hakim L, Nadira Pierre, Layla Abdullah and it's hosted by yours, yours truly. Freaking Boom. Truly. Fresh the out crew. of Fatwas. And we're going to be Shout dropping out to some Fatwas. to being like, I hope you're not the only brother there. I better not be. Because like, I mean, there's, I just there's want this misconception that, that it, brothers can't come. And it's not true. It's a celebration of women. Come celebrate the women. Exactly. Bring your wives. Bring your daughters. This bring your sisters. Bring your nieces. It's not a sisters, sisters only nieces. event, people. It's not a sisters this only event. This is a celebration event. of sisters. So let's look like we love them. Yes. Tickets are on sale. Tickets are on sale. It's going to be at the Malcolm X and Dr. Betty Shabazz Memorial and Educational Center, which is up in Harlem. So, and I'll be um, tagging some people this week. I'm going to be tagging all my, all my brothers in the tri State, all Listen, the y'all, it's going to be Coast. fun. I'm be tagging y'all. Get your wives tickets. Get you tickets. Get your boy. Get your single friends some tickets, man. Bring yes. brothers. Bring your single friends. Yeah, because come through. Let's make it a your thing. Your wife might be there. You never know. Hey, you it's, you never know. I'm telling you, something, you your sister's about to come through. I'm telling it's you, it's going to be like the Black Panther release. Listen, you're going to be on Wakanda for real. <laughs> so come through, fellas, specifically. And I'm, again, I'm really going to go through a tag and like pull all y'all brothers up, call y'all individually on Facebook. I might have to do one last Facebook post before I let that thing go. Because <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm waiting until Facebook after that event to let Facebook go because I, yeah, I wanted to I'm be able to, you know. But I'm going to tag y'all brothers, and uh, I hope to see y'all there. Yeah, so, really. yeah, we definitely want to see you guys April 14th at the Malcolm X and Dr. Betty Shabazz Memorial Center. Come through. Oh, excuse me, it's going to be great. Um, You have any other announcements? I ain't got nothing else for you. Me either. Where can they find you? I ain't got no more talking. You can find me on Twitter, at <laughs> Twitter. The Anas Muhammad. So at The Anas, A-N-A-S, Muhammad, M-U-H-A-M-M-A-D. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Malika Creates, M-A-L-I-K-A-H-C-R-E-A-T-E-S. On the ground and the Twitter, she On the ground and the Twitter, all the over. Twitter. All right, y'all, be All cool. right, y'all. So we'll see y'all next week. Till next time. Deuces, y'all. Or, excuse me. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.